Another Friday in this lovely month of May. It is the 19th day. I can't even believe that this month has flown by as fast as it has. I had my calendar all booked up to do all kinds of stuff, and I can't believe I'm already done with half of the stuff. So it is May. It is Friday. And um, over here in uh, in the States, in Michigan, it's pretty gloomy. And I just hope that y'all are enjoying some sun because the sun really does something for our bodies and our spirits. That vitamin D definitely contributes to the good feelings and good vibes that we need every day. And uh, that's just what it is. We are, we're going to be talking a lot today. Actually, I hope we get some callers in. Uh, you know, this is your Caribbean radio show. This is a comedy chat with your host, Danny Redwine. So I'm trying to get some people to chime in on today's topic. Uh, we're talking about if comedians are really crazy. Uh, a lot of people uh, throw around all of these um, mental medical terms, you know, loosely. You hear about gaslighting. You hear about narcissism. You hear about all of these things that, you know, that generally are negative um, reflections on people's characters and personalities. And a lot of people like to, you know, throw crazy out there. And, hey, you know, <laughs> A lot of times, crazy applies. I'm not even going to hold y'all up. It does. Um, I I claim, you know, I'm from that crazy camp. However, I know my crazy very well. Um, she has a name. Uh, I identify with her, and I'm able to calm her down in, in situations. So, you know, that's, that's just what it is. But I do really feel like um, – comedians get a bad rap for being uh, mentally unstable or crazy or, you know, whatever it is that you, you know, want to, want to say that person could possibly be, you know, um, this is why I say I'm crazy. I'm just going to let y'all know right there. Um, I'm a very outspoken person, sometimes a little bit too out. Um, sometimes my, my thoughts come out. I mean, my words come out before my thoughts. Um, and then I have to backtrack, sometimes even apologize because of how it was said and not how it was actually meant. Um, that's, that's probably my identification with crazy. Um, but I can't say that that's, you know, that applies to all, you know, some people, I can't even really say crazy is like, you know, crazy is not really a diagnosis. Crazy is just kind of like, you know, something you refer to as a person that is a little bit more outspoken, um, maybe a small tempered or quick tempered, um, whatever your reasoning is for calling someone crazy. 
I just kind of feel like it is more or less um, watered down now. Um, term crazy isn't doesn't hold as much value as it used to because now we have, you know, we got social media. Everybody is a therapist. Everybody is a comedian. Uh, everybody is a medical expert. So, you know, you you see situations that happen in between celebrities and you get on there and people start diagnosing individuals with bipolarism and, you know, being autistic and um, or having Munson-Chown syndrome, uh, whatever the case is. I feel like people have bypassed just, you know, lumping it up into crazy as into people thinking they actually know people's medical (laughs) diagnosis. Um, You know, I, I, I can say this. I actually did get into comedy or I became um, more involved in comedy through tragedy. Um, for me, when I got up on stage, I was going through breast cancer and the the process of reconstruction from having my breast removed. So I was I was sad. You know, I, I safe to say I was sad. Um, at the same time. So simultaneously, I was going through a divorce from my ex-husband, whom I had been with for 16 years. Um, Also at that same time, simultaneously, my son got into some trouble at school or with his friends, and that led led into court proceedings and his constant... um, rebelling, um, his constant um, not caring about himself and others was going through that, him in and out of the system, in and out of the courts, while right in the middle of the time that he is supposed to be shaping and molding his future, um, and I am on the mend with this cancer stuff. So I actually needed an outlet. Um, and I was very limited on what I could do at that time because, you know, I, I just had the surgeries. You know, I was in and out of uh, physical therapy. Um, I was kind of a recluse because I didn't want to be seen or go anywhere or bump into anybody. I had crowd anxiety, so I was nervous around a whole bunch of people. Um, made me feel very um, insecure about my, my situation, my physical situation, my mental situation. So a lot of that did have a a big weight on me. So comedy really was the only thing that I was, that I loved that first of all, I was endeared to because I love stand up. But not only that, it was attainable that I could do at the time because I was going in and out of surgeries. So um, I couldn't do the things that a lot of people want to do when they're going through a lot. I couldn't, you know, jump on the boat and take a vacation or, you know, go and do something for myself because I was in and out of these surgeries. So with that being said, um, I don't know if it was so much of crazy as much of it, it was overwhelmed with life and life situations that um, just kind of made me feel like, you know what, I'm going to take all of these experiences 
and use my personality and just try to make light of some of these things because at the end of the day, I've always been a, a, a funny person. I love my family. I love my friends. I, you know, I'm very, um, you know, protective, loyal. I have some integrity. I, I don't, I don't try to maliciously do anybody wrong, and I don't uh, things to try to advance myself or my career. Um, off of the basis of others. So, in a long lump of it, I'm a pretty good dude. I'm a pretty good dude. <laughs> I'm a pretty good person, you know? So, I just kind of feel like, you know, I can't say crazy, okay? Um, I will say misunderstood at times. And a lot of that is because I have, you know, the mouth on me that I have. But um, when I went to look into this, I was, like, looking around, like, how can I, like, talk about this? What energy or what can I bring that is going to let um, – put light on this or some clarity on this whole, you know, uh, topic of comedians being crazy? Um, I will say this. Um, there is a psychology to being uh, a comedian, um, and research has shown that the best humor is both a little bit wrong and a little bit right. Um, and I think that that's something that, you know, comedians don't, you know, get credit for. A lot of times people draw from the negativity and tap into that. And that's just the world that we live in. You know, the world that we live in wants to hear about the scrutiny, the 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 um the the bad part the you know not so heard of you know that's what the world thrives off of is usually negativity um i wanted to read something there was something here that i was reading off the atlantic about comedians um let me go back to that let's see here it was actually a not even a quote um but I think, okay, let's see, I didn't, that didn't work. Okay, so let me just, before I, I'm not going to stop, I'm just going to kind of keep gibbering until I find it. But um, I do know some comedians that are very uh, dark, and I would say not so much crazy as more so um, their experience with um, depression. Um for us comedians, a lot of our own situations are um, easier for us to talk about. You know, there's so many comedians. This is a very saturated um, profession. A lot of in, in, in entertainment, you think a lot of rappers, you think a lot of comedians, you think a lot of what's really popular. And right now what's really popular is the comedians and the um the rappers, that's just what is being more played, that is being more what is shown. So um, let's see here. It says, and this is an article from The Guardian. Now, mind you, I couldn't even find any information that was uh, new. A, a lot of this information 
um, has really been from 2014. Um, so this isn't even something that people talk about as much as they used to. Um, it, it, it says that in this article, and this article is comedian um, Spike Milligan, and he actually struggles with uh, bipolar, bipolar disorder. Um, and it just reads, uh, comedians are able to make people laugh because they often display characteristics usually found in people with schizophrenia or bipolar disorder. Researchers pub- published this on some claims. Their talent to assume people lies in having unusual personalities and displaying what researchers say are high levels of psychotic characteristics, according to the findings, which appear to support widely held beliefs in the link between madness and creativity. The results are based on a study of how 523 comedians from the UK, US, and Australia describe their personalities and beliefs when they filled in a questionnaire measured by psychotic traits in people who are not troubled by mental illness. So this is like a a test. This is like some type of um, test that they designed to to distribute to people that are not diagnosed with anything schizophrenic, but they are comedians and may carry some of the traits of people that are actually diagnosed. I thought that was very interesting. Um, Also in these quotations, it says, the creative elements needed to produce humor are strikingly similar to those characteristics, the cognitive style of people with psychosis, both schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. And that was said by Professor Gorder uh, Harledge from Oxford University's Department of Experimental Psychology. Um, He's also one of the three co-authors of the findings, um, which were published in the uh, British Journal of Psychiatry. Um, So smart guy. This is coming from, you know, legit, uh, legit information. You know, um, and it just says that although schizophrenic psychosis itself can be detrimental to humor in its lesser form, it can increase people's ability to associate odd or unusual things or to think outside the box. So equally manic thinking, which is common in people with bipolar maybe help people combine those ideas to form new original and um, humorous connections. And that's kind of what he's saying. Um, In this study, there were like 404 males, 120 so females, and they just filled out this short online version of, uh, of, of feelings and experience which also acts schizophrenic and bipolar features as well. So they include like unusual experiences, which measures like magical thinking, um, the belief in telepathic and other uh, paranormal events, 
and um, a tendency to experience um, those type of cognitive cognitive uh, deorganizations, which captures the difficulty to focus on one thought. That's a lot. Okay, I'm going to say that again. It includes unusual experiences, which measures magical thinking, belief in telepathic or paranormal events. And that tendency perpetuates a cognitive deorganization which captures the difficulty in focusing on one's thoughts. That that sounds crazy. <laughs> that sounds crazy. But um, it basically uh, kind of breaks things down a little bit to let you know that as a comedian, you can kind of have the same thought process or thinking process of someone that may be diagnosed high bipolar or schizophrenic um, behavior. And that is tied in, that is, those are mental illnesses. Um, Not to say that they are bad or good. They are just mental diagnoses that can kind of reflect how people without those diagnoses think. So um, with this, comedians, Scores were compared to those 364 actors and 831 of those uh, cognitive occupations or non-creative, non-creative occupations. While the actors scored higher um, than the general group on three of the four measures, the comedians came out significantly higher on all four types of psychotic personality traits compared to them in the researchers' reports. So um, the actors kind of emerged as not having introverted personalities, but the comedians did. Um, Researchers believe that the comedians' mindsets are revealed by their um, high ratings on all four counts helps to explain why um, they can entertain audiences because their mindset um, kind of taps on all four of those counts. Manic thinking, which is a feature of bipolar disorder, emerges as one of their key traits. Um, it's easy to see how you can account for the relationships between manic side and bipolar disorder and comic performance. Um, they cite examples like the late Spike Milligan, a comedian and a star of the Goon Show, who batted, who battled uh, manic depression, and that was pretty much throughout his life. And he used the thought process of the manic state to generate a whole bunch of humor um, and ridicule what were, you know, hallmark as, as like his depression. Um, so people were like making it seem like you know the, the the because of his mind state was the only reason why he was funny is because of his his mind state, and they attributed that to you know him being depressed. So you know I I, I think that everybody has a different mindset. Everybody comes from different backgrounds. Um, everybody has different experiences. Some of those experiences can shape and mold the person that you are or the person that you become um, because of those 
experiences. You know, I, I, I watch all the time, um, you know, documentaries, and a lot of times they're horrible documentaries, about how people abuse children. Now, you think about those children that have experienced years and years of abuse, like, you know, and then they are expected to be normal adults when they get into the world, right? I mean, we expect them to pay bills and, you know, do things like like us. And um, it, it's not the case, you know, it's because of their upbringing, it shaped them into a person that they probably wouldn't have been had they grown up in a home with a mother, father, you know, two-parent home, family, and no abuse. So, you know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to unpack. But, you know, I'm crazy. You know, I feel like I'm I'm crazy. Not only I'm not a, a bad crazy. I'm not I'm not the kind of person that's going to you know intentionally you know hurt someone. That's just not who I am. I care about people. I am a sensitive thug. Um, I have a very big heart. I cry on I cry in movies. Um, I cry listening to music. I am a softy, but you back me in a corner and you will see crazy. So that's, you know, that's that's my level. I, I just don't, I don't want to claim that whole, you know, all comedians are crazy. All comedians, you know, don't have no sense because that is not the case. Sense. And we got plenty to talk about. You know, this is a Caribbean radio show, Comedy Chat. You know, this is kind of a serious talk today because I didn't have any guests, so I wanted to tap into um, some of the things that, you know, comedians have to deal with, you know, out here. And, you know, a lot of us, you know, they refer to us as crazy as a term of endearment, you know, all the time. And you're that daddy crazy. She, you ain't talking to Danny. Danny, she crazy. Don't do not do that to Danny because she crazy. You hear stuff like that all the time, but let's let's really unpack that crazy. So that's what we're going to be doing. I'm going to take a little break here, play some music for y'all, because it's just me. So y'all going to be hearing me all day and some some good music. So I'm going to go ahead and get to my music. I don't have a big playlist, so I've been playing kind of the same stuff. I'm going to add to the list, though. We just have to get some some things done to make sure that we can do that smoothly without having any consequences and repercussions. So, um yeah, that's 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 what we're gonna do. We're gonna take it out. I'm gonna give you a little bit of music and we'll be right back.
you got to check out uh, the Caribbean Radio um, Show's website because we got we got jazz on there. We have the jazz chat. We have the Southern Soul chat. We have the radio show Motown chat. We have the radio show uh, Show Up chat. We have so many different shows, and we really need to get some support and more people logging on, listening to these shows, checking us out, because this is something that is being made from the ground up um, by a lot of black leaders. And, you know, it's we are trying to contribute and we are trying to help, and we really are geared towards individuals. And you know, individuals being able to be their own bosses and, you know, own their own rights to their talents. You know, a lot of companies, they, they find the talent. You know, that's what talent agents do. They go out and look for the cat talent. Once they find the talent, then they throw all these contracts and you are forever paying something out of your own talent to them. And what the Caribbean radio show is trying to do is, trying to engage people in individuals that don't always get the shine, individuals that are up and coming, individuals that are doing things that don't always have or know the right people to, you know, gain exposure. Um, So, you know, shout out to Caribbean Radio Show. I am very proud to be a part of this family. Um, They have a lot of good deals going on, and we are babies in this, so we are all learning we are all very excited about all the things that the Caribbean radio show is um, offering and doing for the people and for the children. Um, There's a lot of funds going out there. We actually have a GoFundMe right now, um, which is going to go towards um, some funding for children. um, Also to this benefit that is being held in Israel, um, So, you know, we're doing some things, you know, Caribbean radio show is trying to do some things and, you know, we are limited, you know, to our platforms and we would like to widen that. So we really implore and trying to get as many people as we can to contribute to this cause. You know, there's a lot of money that's going out and that money that's coming in. So we really need to, focus on that, you know, give to a cause that is worthy and give to a cause that is good. So if you are somebody out there that's listening and you have some money that you want to contribute to a good cause, Caribbean Radio Show is uh, throwing some different benefits for a lot of good good reasons. I can't even mention all of them because I don't want to fumble what is being done at what time. But if you check out the website, the Caribbean Radio Show, website, all of that information will be available to you. Um, also on Facebook, the Caribbean Radio Show, all of the, sh- the shows has their own um, Facebook page. So if you are on Facebook and you want to do the Caribbean Radio Show uh, jazz or you want to do the Caribbean Radio Show comedy, all you have to do is punch that in your search bar and, you know, support and follow whatever your genre is. You know, you can come and listen to me. You know, sometimes I talk about stuff, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I have a guest, sometimes I don't. However, I'm going to be here every Friday from 12 to 2. You might just get me or you might get a comedian, you might get a few. Um, But every show is different. We are all doing different things to see what works for us. 
But if you like jazz, you can follow the jazz, see what's going on with Tim. Um, he is a musician. He plays some really, really good music. Um, I've listened to his show a couple of times. I need to get on his show a lot more. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like we need to support each other. And in order to get support, we got to tell people what we need help with. So, you know, if you want to give Caribbean Radio Show right now, we are trying to get some GoFundMes going and um, get some things popping. So, so yeah. So that's that. I just wanted to shout that out. Caribbean Radio Show. Now back to our like semi-serious, you know, discussion about the personalities um, and whatnot of comedians, the the mental health, the mental health aspect of a comedian. Now, like I said, I I, I could I I actually identify with um, pool crazy, um, but. I don't see too many people that are like mentally unstable on stage. You know what I mean? Like you, you visualize a person that's mentally stable. A lot of people can pick up on that, see that, uh, you know, know it visually that it's, that it's there. Um, and, you know, for comedians, it's not so much that we are not able to be productive citizens. Um, like some people are not able to be productive citizens. There are some people that are so, um, mentally disabled, that they are unable to work a regular job. Um, and a lot of comedians work regular jobs. So um, I worked I worked a regular job for seven years of my comedy career. So um, it, it's not that. A lot of comedians are just dealing with other things, and that's kind of my point. Um, there was also another article um, that was, and and again, when I was looking for this information, I was like really disappointed that um, they're not just uh, uh, what do you? I, I lost my train of thought because I'm sitting here trying to figure out what I was saying. What I was getting to was as many comedians as there are now. This is a very saturated field. Comedians are coming out left and right. Some stick, some don't. However, I feel like um, there there's too many different personalities. There's too many different styles. I don't even see how they would be able to really get strong numbers on a study like this, why there hasn't been a study or any articles written in this in so many years because all of the articles that I have been pulling up have been 2004 and before. Um, oh, actually – I just found one. CNN had an article back in 2017. But still, that's that's like, um, I don't know. I feel like that's, there, there's so much that has happened since 2017. You would think, and there's so many more comedians since 2017. There's comedians that are like, super famous right now that no one knew in 2017. Um, so let's see here. I'm looking at this CNN Health um, article, and it this article basically is saying that, and they got, um, they got my girl Sarah Silverman uh, must have been talking about this. But they're saying the sad clown. It's called the sad clown. 
the deep emotions behind stand-up comedy. Um, I think that, okay, so right here, I'm just going to read from this article. It says, the the material that comes from a counselor's couch often makes great uh, material for comics at the sad clown paradox. The men and women who make people laugh for a living, who often struggle with mental health challenges offstage that are hardly a laughing matter. It's unclear how many comedians struggle with mental challenges, such as depression, but many of our most names have talked and joked about the issue. Robin Harris, which Robin Harris took the whole world by surprise. Um, Richard Pryor, Ellen DeGeneres. Um, it's no accident that the um, the Laugh Factory in Hollywood has an in-house psychologist. I didn't even know that. That is something that I'm learning right now with you reading this article. They actually have a in-house psychologist at the Laugh Factory at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. That is interesting. Huh. So, okay. So, let's see here. I want to get down to some actual facts here. Um, Legendary psychoanalyst Freud theorized that comedians often tell jokes as a kind of relief system from some type of anxiety. Now, that I can fully agree with. I do feel like it is a relief from a type of anxiety for comedians. Everyone is more anxious now than they were a couple of decades. You know, I mean, theoretically, from things that have changed in this world, yes, um, absolutely, I would, I would agree with high anxiety. Anxiety is on a rise in today's society. It, it is. Everybody is on edge. Um, but I guess uh, also going into this, he theorizes that humor can leave a comedian with a feeling of control over a situation that they may otherwise be powerless. Um, that I also agree with because when I was going through my breast cancer stuff, I felt powerless. I felt helpless. It was the the most helpful or helpless feeling um, that I've had in my life. And because there was a conglomerate of things going on, it wasn't just the breast cancer. Like I said, I was going through a divorce. My kid was in trouble. I had additional stress and anxiety at that time. So I completely agree with that. Um, But uh, there was a study um, in 1975 that focused on 55 full-time comedians that were highly successful. Now, mind you, this this study was taken back in the 70s. They had national news coverage that had a salary well over six figures. Despite the enormous success, Jamie found that 80% of them, so even though they were successful, they still needed and sought out help. Um, to me, I feel like most people that are crazy don't even want to admit it. They are the ones that are in constant denial that they there's nothing wrong with them. So um, let's see. It says also in that study, major of those comedians, 
a majority of those comedians had a few less, no, a few personality traits in common. They had a higher than average or well above average intelligence. Other studies have linked high intelligence to depression. The study participants felt if they understood themselves fairly well and had a good relationship, then they often felt misunderstood, picked on, or bullied. They are also more likely to be angry, suspicious, and depressed compared to those outside of that profession. I so personally relate to everything that I just read because I definitely feel like I've, I'm smarter than what I've given myself credit. Um, I feel like I'm more intelligent than I, um, than, than I believed myself to be. Um, the reason why is because when it did come a time in my life where I had to buckle down and get through a program, I was really surprised at how well I performed in school um, because when I was younger, I had so many other things going on in my personal life that I couldn't even really focus on school. I was thinking about a lot of things I had no business thinking about at the age that I was thinking about it. So, um, yeah, I just, I I do think that is very, very true. Um, Yeah. Oh, but this this is really good. Um, The study participants felt as if they understood themselves fairly well and had good relationships, yet they often felt Um, Oh, I just read that. They often felt misunderstood, picked on, or bullied. Um, They are more likely to be angry, suspicious, and are depressed. I agree with that. Humor also decreases uh, social distance between people. Um, The comics more often report being close with their mothers but had more distance or disapproving fathers. Um, For me, my father had passed away at a young age, so... My mother was the one, my mother was the one I disappointed all the time. <laughs> my dad wasn't around any of the disappointment, but my mother was there. Um, yeah, so I don't know. You know, comics are more often being reported being close to their mothers. I get that. Uh, mental illness is also linked to suicide by scientists agreed that despite high profile cases such as Robin Williams, um, there isn't a... Um, a number of suicides in the profession that they could actually say that it's because of the profession. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, also, the psychologist that retired from Oxford is still gathering information about comedians to better understand their personalities. So even though he is not, like, actively practicing medicine, he is still intrigued uh, with the idea of what um, – comedians, how the, how their brains work. So this is really, really good. Um, there's also quite a few documentaries out there um, about some comedians, you, you know, the ones that you hear about, um, and also individual stories. Uh, Jonah, Jonah Hill did this, um, did this really good documentary um it's on, I believe, I believe it's on Hulu. I, I, I would need to find that. 
Um, there is a movie, but there's a lot of documentaries. There's a documentary. Um, it's called The Comedians of Comedy. Um, there's also um, American movie, um, Jerry Seinfeld, The Comedian. There, there's a lot of movies that are like documentaries. Um, I am Chris Farley. That's another one. Uh, the Comedy Store, which documents uh, years of stand-up comedy in California. Um, the original Kings of Comedy is something that everybody should see. It is just a stellar stand-up lineup. Um, Bernie Mac is no longer with us, but Cedric the Entertainer, Dio Hughley, and Steve Harvey, that's when that's when their raw talent days were, their raw stand-up talent days were really respected and, you know, good documentary. So, you know, there's there's a lot of documentaries, uh, Why We Laugh. That's a, a, a documentary based on uh, black comedians. Um, so, you know, if you want to get into some stuff like that, it's definitely um, things out there where you can find, you can make your own assessment, you know, about comics and comedians. But I think everybody's story is different. Everybody's story is, you know, unique in its own right. It, it is. We don't actually know how we are going to, you know, tell our stories and gain humor from it because a lot of dark stuff is hard to make funny or to enlighten. Um, I've come to find that even being a breast cancer survivor, some people don't like that I talk about it. I've had people say that I don't really care for your breast cancer jokes, and that's fine. Um, It actually doesn't apply to every breast cancer patient or anyone that's gone through it. I actually talk about my own personal experiences um, being a breast cancer survivor and having to go through the process of reconstruction um, it, it, because it is a process. You know, people think that, you you know, you get the breast cancer cut off, you get up with brand new boobs and, you know, you're good to go. You're ready to flash everybody and get your beads. No, that's not, that's not the case. Um, not the case at all. And I've had to really draw into some sadness in order to find humor out of that. So everybody has their own thing. It's just, you know, you can't say that one personality is is, is crazy, you know, based on anything. Because we don't know what that person has gone through. We don't know what that person has been exposed to. We don't know what has helped shape that individual. We don't know nothing. You know, we just guessing. Um, this is a really good talk by myself. I'm, I'm, I usually have a guest with me, but I felt like, you know what, if I didn't have, um, you know, just the time in between because your girl has been really busy. Um, I have not been doing exactly what I need to be doing, and I plan on stepping that up for my show because I am a comedian and I am on the road. And I do do shows, and a lot of those shows are out of town, so it requires me to travel, which is via train or via plane or, you know, having to physically drive. Um, And I am an older woman, so I'm tired, you know. When I get home, I want to enjoy resting up. And if you are a traveler like I am, you know that it takes you a little bit to recoup when you've been away from home for a week, so... That's not an excuse, but I'm just letting you know your girl is working, and I'm doing my best to try to make this show a lot better 
So, you know, every now and then you will just, um, and I'll just talk about something that I'm interested in that actually comedians have to talk to, talk about or deal with um, on a daily basis or at least on a basis when they are working as a, as a comedian. So that's what I'm here for. Um, and uh, we're going to go to some more music. I am going to play a few more songs for you because it is just me today. And uh, you go ahead and enjoy. Yo, I party time, I want to get them there. 
Are you ready? Sean got the bullets. When them know say the girl, them shift, watch out. Go for them. Yo, let's get your bones. Start up the whip up, free, make a run. Champagne a pop on the top, man, a stunt up here, make a big jump. Make it jump, do then then. What a style, make a run. Skinny way, they ain't a feature, the grunk. My free with a down, like a good chin and the six, them a tumble, so mad. Go to the post on the toll and a yeah. Getting million of money and a new banger Fuck yeah. me with the friend and all of my clothes and a yeah. Rich, bigger when you go and a Go to the post on the toll and a Getting million of money and a new banger Fuck me with the friend and all of my clothes and a Rich, bigger when you go and a One of one, she said because you're the man Y'all don't care me more that she tell you what the pan run That's true Move your hand down that dream on a ram Friend them don't know you Cause you're quiet like a lamb Cool man, him nobody that's a sham I you know you have your if I'm rolling with the dance Cowboy, aggression, on the wall And nobody that's on the Christian, Diana, Marian Go oh, to the post from the toll and a yeah. Getting million of money, you don't know about my face Piss up my hood, the friend of all of my clothes and a Rich, six figure where you go and a Go oh, to the post from the toll and a Getting million of money, you don't know about my face Some more the friend of all of my clothes and a yeah. Rich, six figure where you go and a I don't follow, no. don't bother yeah. Be a cashier I don't know Brother, water, don't stand up Common sense, I say, don't damn it From the gap, clean out the man More for people to say, say this later Need himself Talk as you know, if you stop from Go to the post from the toll and a Getting million of money, you don't know a banger You suck more with the friend of all of my clothes and a So rich, rich, it's bigger when you go and a to the post from the toll and I'm getting million of money and I know about it. i Oh, I had my mute button on. I thought I was talking to y'all. We are back. This is your girl, Danny Redwine, right here at the Caribbean radio show. And we are talking about mental health and comedy. Are we crazy or not? You know, I think that everybody has something going on, especially in today's world. Amen. It is so much going on out here. I don't feel like we have people spreading positivity enough, you know, what gets more clicks, what gets more attention, what gets more energy is a lot of the negativity that's going on in this world. And we, as people, are the only ones that can change that. And once we get on the same mindset so that we can collectively put this positivity out so that it can reach the masses, then we are going to always struggle with judging people by the things that they say and the things that they do and diagnosing them as crazy. Not not to tell you, not to say that there aren't. There there's definitely people out there, you know, that that are and legitimately so. And and like I said, I never make light of that or make fun of that. I actually have empathy towards people that are dealing with mental illness because you don't know what put them into into that mental state. You don't know what they could have even been born with it, something that they can't help. Uh, I empathize with that. Just as some, like someone will grow and come into this world without a limb 
or come into this world blind or come into this world deaf. That is a, a disability that that individual could not help. Um, that is the way that God created them and wanted them to be here. And I think that this world has really lacked uh, a lot of sympathy for um, people that are who they are, not by not by choice, but by chance. Um, and that is the demise of this world today. But um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I can't really, I can't point the finger. I never have been one of the people to point the finger, um, and say, hey, that person's crazy. Say it in an endearing way, but you know, I don't I don't want to put that on anybody. But let's get back to some other articles because you know, Robin Williams. Um, I think that Robin Williams' death. Uh, really opened up people's eyes to mental illness and comedians. Um, The reason why I say that is because Robin Williams was so um, endeared by a lot of comedians, Not, not just white comedians, not just black comedians. Robin Williams, was relatable to everyone. Everyone loved Robin Williams. There was a character or something that he did or played that um that you that resonated with you, that you could feel, that you and you know, it's it's, it's unfortunate that he passed away. Um most of those articles that were written that I had reference to were only written and looked into and actually studied because of the death of Robin Williams. Um, No one even really looks at that because comedians bring laughter. Comedians bring happiness to others. um, And a lot of people don't care about the comedian. A lot of people don't really care about um, what the person that is making you laugh and making you forget about your problems, you don't know what that person is going through. Um, and comedians are the strongest people on the planet. I know comedians that have buried their mothers and still went to, um, I've had comedians that um, have gone through some traumatic things and they still find the courage to get up on stage and relieve people of their sorrows and make them forget about their their shortcomings and you know that's what it is I wanted to read an article um he actually uh he went uh, Robin Williams let me let me just let me just give you a, a quick a quick thing. Um, Robin Williams, um, father of Robert, um, an executive at uh, Ford Motor Company. Um, his mother was a fashion model. Um, he got into the entertainment. Uh, he was a, a, a uh, he got into the entertainment with a classmate um, who was a big fan of Jonathan uh, Winters, um, who was a passed on entertainer. Um, but Williams went on to study political science, uh, political science, sorry, um, at Claremont, which is a men's college, 
he be, he began taking courses then on improv and decided to study at the school called Marn for acting. Um, then he received a scholarship to Juilliard, and that was in New York City. Um, he eventually moved back to California and began appearing in, in comedy clubs. Um, and by the mid-'70s, he was a guest on several shows. Um, he was on the Richard Pryor show, um, The Laugh-In, and he was doing appearances on, um, uh, oh, what's that show? Happy Days. Happy Days. Then he was given his own show, Mork and Mindy, back in 78 to 82, and that was a series. Um, that series was actually, I actually remember Mork and Mindy. Um, it was it was very funny. Um, it was him. Uh, who was the other? Mork and Mindy. I'm trying to think. Was it? Oh, Mork and Mindy. I got to come back to that. Um, but, oh, my goodness, that's going to drive me crazy because now I'm thinking that Mork and Mindy is uh, Gilda. Is it Gilda? It might have been Gilda, but I'm about to look that up right real quick. Mork and Mindy. I really do think that was Mork and Mindy and the original Mindy. Oh, was that? Because I like Laverne and Shirley. I think they're around at the same. Was that around the same time? Um, okay, let me see. Mark and Mindy. And Mark, why isn't it giving me the name? Um, I'm just going to put who. I got to look this up real quick for y'all. I'm sorry. I thought it was. Okay, it was not. I thought it was. I kept thinking it was played by Gilda, but it wasn't. It was portrayed by um, a comedian, Pam. Okay, I, I just had to go back to that. I hate, I, I got sidetracked for a second. But um, he also included, which was one of, my, one of my favorite movies, was Popeye back in the 1980s. That was one of the best um, movies that portrayed, like, an octopus, big things of water, a costume, because they had Robin Williams really looking like Popeye. It was it was one of the dopest. Um, then he got a lot of notification for the more serious note that he played uh, for this um, private school teacher, Dead Poet Society. That was like in 1990, 1989, 1990. And um, that's where he kind of showed a different side of his acting. And then that led into Miss Doubtfire and, and, and all of this stuff. So Robin Williams really has always been um, in entertainment. Now, um, it reads, while undoubtedly a successful comedic actor, Williams had to had the, uh, um, the ability to um, get these other roles, like The Fisher King and Goodwill Hunting. And despite all of his progress, um, you know, he still was doing performances in Broadway. On 2002, he was on a um, Broadway play. Um, he also later did um, Teddy Roosevelt in uh, 
the Night at the Museum. That was back in 2006, and they had two sequels, um, Happy Feet. Um, and then I think that's when he started having problems with his health. Um, he was having heart problems. Um, I think he was going through some stuff with his children. Um, it was just, it was, it seemed like it was a lot of stuff going on with Robin Williams. You were starting to hear more about him going through stuff. Um, in 2013, though, he had returned to movies and he did uh, The Big Wedding, um, Lee Daniels' uh, movie The Butler. Um, he played in a series called uh, The Crazy Ones. Um, he, it, it reads here that even after all of that, um he played oh what is it i can't think of it he played a um he played a man who attempted to reconcile with friends and family when he was diagnosed um the angriest man in brooklyn okay so that was 2014 boulevard 2014 where he played a closet gay man who who uh befriends a male prostitute um that was back in 2014 so those movies were right before um his passing um he he was going through a lot that people didn't know about um and you and you wonder how long he struggled with you know depression and um some of the things that he was going through personally that no one no one could have seen coming um especially via suicide um it was um i want to go right to the actual death because i believe it was in the summertime um he did have some things going on let's see it says robin williams death was ruled a, a suicide marin county officials confirmed on friday autopsy results revealed williams death was caused by asphyxiation hanging um he died at the age of 63 on august 11th um, in his home in Tuborn, California, in Marin, in Marin County. Toxicology reports revealed antidepressants, coughing, and lavopia, which is a drug that's used to treat Parkinson's, was in his system. Um, Williams had, had battled with severe depression for years, um, had recently been diagnosed with Parkinson's, um, and Sarah revealed um, after his death, he had recently become um, uh, paranoid. Um, he's recording things at the house and stuff like that. Um, the night before he had passed away, he had placed several um, wrist watches and socks 
and then drop them off with someone. Um, I don't know if that person's name was given or not, but he was worried about the timepieces and wanted to keep them safe, uh, according to a report. Um, so just, you know, some signs of paranoia. Um, when he returned home, um, he handed Susan the magazines and seemed okay. Um, but he was in and out of their bedroom, kind of rummaging through closets. Um, just, I don't know, maybe maybe to people or to his wife at that time, he seemed frazzled or dishuffled. Um, and uh, I guess he had left the, left the bedroom probably about 10.30, 10.30 that night. Um, and, uh, that's when I guess that he was, he was, he was found, um, he was found in an empty bedroom that belonged to his stepson. Um, and the stepson was actually, was, you know, of course he was away visiting his father and, um, he slept in his room sometimes, you know, due to the restlessness of his Parkinson's and anxiety. So he would sleep in that room. Um, and, you know, that's where he took his life. So, you know, to me, I was I was so shocked. Uh, Robin Williams seems like one of the happiest people to be and to be around. Um, he was just a delight. Uh, his personality was unmatched. Um, just an overall lovely spirit. I have doubled over several times laughing at his antics. Um, I actually liked him a lot in Jumanji, or uh, yeah, Jumanji. Um, that was my um, one of my favorite Robin Harris um, movies, aside from the obvious, Miss Doubtfire, of course. Um, but I do. I do really empathize with his family because I know that if he was like that for us, um, people that did not even know him, um, I know that he is probably very missed in his family. And, you know, it's unfortunate that we are not able to enjoy him today, but, um, you know, I guess he felt like he he had done his time here. Uh, He has given us a lot of good stuff. He left a lot of good things behind. And um, even to this day, my condolences go out to his family um, for that loss because it was not only a loss for them, it was also a loss for us. And um, go to a song, kind of lighten it up. We'll be right back. Move your one from your journal. Wind up your body, come away, yo. Why not your body make me with your team fit? The best in the room, but no ask for it. I just 
And you will set more and get a set dog with my set man. No, no, get a set dog. And you will make up with a rock for me now. Dog them fresh with a rock for me now. Mummy Joe set me a rock for me now. Daddy care for me a rock for me now. More care sleep me a rock for me now. Sleep and a child is me a rock for me now. You know the other part me not to explain it. What's the bad thing? Crystal. Fuck your son! Bang bing, come round for your little song sing. Bro said he can't trust these girls no more cause she just wants to see the long thing. Show that for your fling, dang ding. We see a junk thing, pang pang ping. Me and a brown man did sweet, but me left him in a street car instead of the wrong thing. Daddy no shoes, me not broke for me now. Pure name brand pun, no me skin, me not broke for me now. Turn up in a rich man shop, them say run, we check, we not broke for me. Hey girl, what you want tell Joe Byron? Take time and don't stop whining. Black belly up when I up sliding, no face, no Okay, so stop the grinding. Them death, them death. Hey, make me bad friend, please come explain. Them death, them death. We are back. This is your girl, Danny Redwine, from the Caribbean Radio Show. I try to get me a little uh, accent. I need to listen to some more um, Jamaican music so I could try to pick up. Because when I come there, I want to have, like, a whole Caribbean experience. I want to be able to speak a little patois and not sound like I'm Jamaican, but sound relative. Because, you know, we are brown folks. We are related. All of us cousins. So that's how I feel about it. I'm going to get there one day. I did just hear as of recent that it is not safe to go to Jamaica right now. And I'm actually um, going to look because I I was curious about the details as to why right now okay it says this is this is common i mean this is knowledge now to everyone um reconsider travel to jamaica due to crime u.s governor personnel has prohibited from traveling to any areas due to this risk please read the entire travel advisory. Um, there is a country summary that violent crimes such as home invasions, robberies, sexual assaults, and homicides are common. So they are acting wild over there. I'm not for sure what is going on over there in Jamaica. Um Y'all need to spread love over there. It's, it's too many beautiful black people over there to be acting like that. We should be over there gathering information from each other, pulling all of our talents together, and trying to make a better world. Uh, we do not want to become extinct because we are constantly hurting our own people. Let's stop doing that. Let's stop doing that. world needs healing. This world does not need any more chaos. We have enough chaos going on. So I want to come to Jamaica. I do. But I ain't coming over there if everything is crazy over there. I'm just going to tell you that right now. 
You hear me? Do you hear what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. So um, that right there is crazy. You know, I think that people focus too much on comedians being crazy when crazy seems like regular. That's just, you know, like I said, I, I, I identify with it. So, uh, yeah, they're even saying that the risk of crime is at all-inclusive resorts and their surroundings. They're lower, but they're still having, they're still experiencing even, man, crime in the resorts. That's that's crazy. Well, let's let's stay away from Jamaica for a little while. But you know, all the rest of the Caribbean is fine. Um, hopefully we can get it together over in Jamaica because that is really one of the places that I want to visit. It is on my bucket list. I've never been to a, a island before and I feel like I have missed out. I feel like I was in the wrong line when God was putting us in line. I was supposed to be born on an island and I was not born on the island. So yeah, that's that's just the way it is. Um but it's Friday, you know, Friday, y'all. We got to enjoy the time that we can here because none of us are promised. We see it every day. I mean, seriously, you you could talk to somebody and not talk to them for a, a little while and not even realize that they lost three or four people in their family. Like, it, it's, it's people losing multiple people, Um I know people that are losing siblings before they lose parents. It is crazy. This this world has really gotten out of hand and has really been misled on how we are supposed to be treating each other. I don't know how we expect things to get better when we are constantly contributing to the chaos in America. We are. We're we're, we're contributors. We contribute all the time. We do. Um, you know, it's this, we contribute all the time with our music. Um, we contribute all the time with our um, our outspokenness. Um, now we're a lot more aggressive because of what's going on in the world. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a mess. It's, it's an unfortunate mess. But it's the world that we live in. And it's the world that we need to actively try to make a better place. There should be no reason why we can't come and enjoy that beautiful island, the beautiful, the delicious food I heard y'all make over there, the wonderful music, um, the beautiful people, because I know it's full of beautiful black people on that island. I know it is just because we are beautiful people. And wherever we are in the masses are beautiful people. Black is beautiful. You know, I can't look, I can't say that too many other races where you can look at a whole bunch of black folks that look completely different in the face, but all have beautiful features, high cheekbones. Um, we have slanted eyes too. Some of us have slanted eyes too. Um, almond-shaped eyes, um, high foreheads. I got me a big forehead and I like my forehead. I feel like I don't care if I got a forehead, I'm still pulling. And I'm almost in my 50s and still people still be trying to get my goody treats and my number. So we are beautiful people. 
You know, we age well. I feel like God has given us so many things that other people desire, and we just possess them. It's just things that we're already born with. And, you know, people practice us. They mimic us. They steal from us. They do all kinds of things from us because we are the original we are the original inventors of all that. We are the original inventors of swag, period. So, yeah, stay away from Jamaica, y'all. They they just, you know, they, they cutting up over there. But let me see. I was going to see if there was something else, but I, I don't want to rag on Jamaica because I want to go there. I just, I, I hate that this violent crime is going on over there right now. Um. It's, it's definitely unfortunate. Uh, a lot of places I like to, and I would just shout out um, Caribbean Radio Show. You know, we all kind of have our own different outlets that we like to go to. And uh, Comedy Hype um, is on YouTube as well. And they also have a lot of information about comedy. And I try to um, talk about more recent things like they do um, in regards to what's going on with comedy. But I also, at the same time, try to move in a different way so that my show doesn't come off as um, familiar. You know, I want to discuss things that, you know, may not be so funny that day, but it's just things that need to be discussed because it's uh, it's something that has been experienced, if that makes any sense. So, yeah, with that being said, um, I could tell you a little bit more about my mental illness. Um, I was actually diagnosed um, depressed. Um, I've been depressed since the age of eight. Um, I have um, crowd anxiety. Uh, I have uh, PTSD. That is, we all have PTSD. Um, I do have some OCD. Um, I have a ton of anxiety. And I... Um, also, um, I have a condition, a nervous condition called uh, trigotigonomia. I don't have a bad, I don't have it bad, but it is a nervous or anxiety, anxiety disorder where I pick hair. So I find spots in my hair sometimes where I've been picking the hair, and that those are my disorders. That's my level of crazy. Um, I do have some bipolar tendencies. This was said by my therapist that I am not bipolar. Um, a lot of that is based on um, me being a woman. So you can come off as bipolar if you have a mood fluctuation or, you know, you kind of go from A to B. And I have to say that every woman in America that has a menstruation once a month would be deemed that type of bipolar, if that makes any sense. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? It's like there's a few days out of the month where we may appear to be, you know, another diagnosis being bipolar, but it it, it is not. It is temporary. It does pass. Quit and fried foods really help. So, um, so yeah, that's the cure for that type of a bipolar. 
Um, but yeah, those are my diagnoses. I don't have any problems with it. Um, I accept it. I receive it. I think I was in denial a lot of years about being an anxious person because I try to pride myself on not worrying about anything because I am a believer in a higher power and he did not put me here to worry. And he did not put any of us here to worry. So a lot of the stuff that we are dealing with is self-inflicted because it's not anything that we were told we had to put up with. It is a personal choice to put, to, to, to be away. And I say that sometimes about my depression, that, you know, it's a choice to be depressed, but actually it's, it's, it's not. Um, I had to accept the fact that this is something that I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life. There is nothing wrong with it. There is nothing wrong with me. Um, it is just a sadness that was put inside of me. And I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that in a way because that sadness has made me sympathetic towards others that go through similar things or um, just other people in general. So, yeah, you know, if, if that if that constitutes a, a bad person, then your girl's your girl's bad. She's, she's terrible. That's just that's just how I feel about it. But I have to say this. Kind of in closing, because I feel like I've kind of tapped on what I wanted to tap on. So kind of wrapping up this, um, in closing, I just want to say that everyone deals with something. Everyone has something going on. A lot of what is going on with this worry and this anxiety is fear. It is all surrounded around fear. Fear of the unknown, which is at an all-time high right now, because we do not know what to expect from this world. Um, Because of the things that have been shown to us, it seems pretty accurate that things are not changing anytime soon. Um, But we do have more people getting help. That's one thing I can say. I have noticed that more people are reaching out for help. More people are admitting to the fact that they need the help. And that is key. Um, That is a start. That is a start for a lot of people who would otherwise be quiet and not say anything. A lot of people that deal with uh, mental illness that does not um, act on it and receive treatment properly so that they are able to heal and they are able to function well um, and that they are able to excel, uh, it's the same. We should be able to do all of those things. Um, We shouldn't have to worry. That's not why we are here. Um, That is not going to, that's not going to benefit us. At, at any time, not presently or, or in our future. So, um, you know, give each other love. My, my advice is this. Start doing your part. It even makes you feel good to make other people feel good. And that's why comedians love what they do so much, because it makes you feel so good that you made other people feel good. But you know how you can do that without being a comedian? 
opening the door for someone when they're walking through, giving someone a compliment, um, saying excuse me, please, and thank you. These are all things that were taught to us at children. I don't know what your home was like, but you did learn from school that manners and being polite gets you a long way. What's that saying? You get more with honey than you do with vinegar, and that is the truth. Um, Being kind to someone don't cost you nothing. It does not injure you. It actually helps you because it sends a signal to the brain saying that you did something good and it was received well with positivity, and that is going to stimulate and feed your dopamine because it's making you feel better about what you are putting out in the universe. Now, I I am a person, I am not a victim. I've been through some stuff. Some people have done me wrong, but I do not identify with being a victim. Um, I every Every person that has been in my life has been in my life for a reason. Um, generally a season because I am not a, uh, I'm, I'm a loner, but um, I have learned something from each and every one of them. And I am grateful for the lessons that I learned from them. Good lessons, and, and I would say all positive. Like I have not had bad people in my life like that. Um, their relationships have, have fizzled naturally, but no beef, you know. Um, there are relationships where boundaries have to be set. No, no grief because if you really f with that person, you are going to respect those boundaries. It's just, it's just so much common sense, y'all. We we don't have to hurt. We don't have to hinder. Uh, we don't have to burden anybody with negativity. It's all a choice. Choose to do better. Choose to not be that way. Choose to not be the one that causes another person or another person's family grief. We are just way too important. We have so many things that our people need to accomplish. There's so many things we need to accomplish. Here at Caribbean Radio Show, we want to see progress, positive progress in people. We want to be a part of that positive progress in people. We can't come over there to Jamaica if y'all over there acting a fool, but that's anywhere. I'm not just going to go on Jamaica. That's anywhere. This whole world is a mess. This whole world is violent. This whole world is broken. This whole world is depressed. We need to do little things that can help put change the narrative, that can help change the energy. Because if we don't have positive things going on in this world, and we are outweighed by all the negativity, we are doomed. This world is going to end super fast because all of that anger is just going to turn into action. And what is what, what type of action is anger? You already know what it is. We are trying to raise children in this world. We are trying to build futures in this world. We We want to live, don't we? We like living. I like living. I like living. I like... I, I like going out to dinner and hanging out with my friends. I like going on my my trips when I when I when I'm work. I love all that stuff. I'm not able to do any of that if I am just wallowing in negativity and mad at everybody. I forgive everybody that I felt like has done me wrong because if I didn't forgive them for it, 
I'd still be carrying that around. That's not fair to me. Now, a lot of people say, if you love yourself, you're a narcissist. Hey, I I, I, I love myself. I'm trying to love myself more now as an adult than I did as a child and a young adult because I did myself a lot of disservice not knowing my value. I let a lot of people walk over me. I let a lot of people make me feel like a terrible person. And I took it, and it just ate away at me as a person. And it's taken me a very long time to get brave enough to push all of those thoughts about me that people that don't even know me say. I can't I can't live like that. I would not advise anyone to live like that. Um, I've never been a, a pusher, even with my own children. I wanted my own children to decide their own future. I didn't want to push on my children. They had to be this or they had to be that in order to be a successful adult. No, you don't have to be that. And guess what? It's going to take you a long time to even figure out what you want to do, and that's okay. People need to know that it's okay. Everything is going to be okay. Bob Marley's song, Three Little Birds, sit by his doorstep, sing a sweet song, because his message was, don't worry. Everything is going to be all right. It is going to be all right, but we have to know that. We have to believe that it's going to be all right, and we have to put out good energy. So give a compliment. Open a door. Do something nice for somebody because everybody needs kindness. Everybody needs laughter, and we got way too much of that other mess going on. And with that being said, I am about to play you some more songs, and we're going to get ready to start this weekend right. Stop on. In the S and a H and a A double B and a A R A can A S. Always the best. S up mob. Do the jump, flag the flag. Yeah, fly the flag. Lot of mercy. People. See my name a little louder. Hello, my name is Carrie Fuck the Clouder. Three, three times for me on the clouder. Shabba, shabba, shabba. Oh man, see that little little louder. Hello, my name is Carrie Fuck the Clouder. Three, three times for me on the clouder. Shabba, shabba, shabba. Hey, hello, my name. Come to me name. Call out my name. Call out my name. Now stop until it reaches all of them. Say your body want shabba, not the same. People, hello, my name. Come to me name. Call out my name. Call out my name. Now stop until it reaches all of them. Anytime. I'm in the minida, two cold pacer, turn on believer, in a believer, come call the paper, follow the procedure, me no rocking but follow the leader, it does go jump off a fool them shoulder, chop off them head, win me craver, from Jamaica right back to Geneva, shabba ranking a two cold pleaser, shabba ring, shabba ring, Like Jesus do. Bring it right from the bed like Jesus do. Kick it. 
they call them bozos cause they eat it too. I bust a rhyme and flip moves. Yeah, 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 eat your crew. Murphy can't put a rick and be freaking and thinking of her poke. But actually, she's feeling the weekend. Boy, you singing. <laughs> I'ma get the bread while I'm breathing. I'm the rookie of the year, and you better believe it. I'll be barking like a Q, like a bird of Legion. Like a pedigree. Me and another plug get a quick trip. Quick John had that million money backflip. I'm chopping with accuracy. Accuracy. Go on my toilet like masterpiece. Little mama, she drunk off a decorate. Shove her in my pinky finger, please. You mad cause she working at Mickey D. Don't flex him like Hercules. You can take her to the movie and go watch the film. Front me a pelican. That's my medicine. Quavo, old man, it's like a genesis. Got tingo ring, bling, bling, bling. Been trying to take my ring, gun go bang. Cast out on the jeweler king. Got a feeling like Martin Luther King. I had a dream, had a dream. I only step if he with the beam, I extended my clip. If I see the police, grab my chills and I deal. Twelve. My fingers were feeling the ring as I shake that. In real, I feel like they kiss the KO, that double AK 47, they aim at your lip. Put the bitch in this shit, it's ridiculous. Look at the street, you can never with my click, boy. I'll shake it with a drop kick jaw. Home break, you can see the way the clock tick tock tick. Funny, holy boy. Bust round back up in the cockpit, spit toxic. Always giving hot boy. Give me shine until it's six, six, six. And it's really wanna slop, boy. So much jury looking priceless out here. A lot of rappers can lifeless out here. Kill them till they say it's priceless out here. Hey, let them talk. You know who the nicest out here?
hoes, niggas die over pesos. I just lay low with my girl, ay, I made that one pesos. Wanna make it like a night or day, I like I had changed clothes. These actors do the same shit, playing the same roles. You hating on another COVID symptoms, your taste pole. I do it for the love of it, like curry and clay show. I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be. God's death so many times, shit, I gotta be. I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy. He let me breathe another day, to fulfill my prophecy. I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be. God's death so many times, shit, I gotta be. I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy. He let me breathe another day, to fulfill my prophecy. Walked away from accidents that probably should've took my life. Walked away from magnum tips that probably would've been on my eye. I know I'm not invincible, no army man. I'm 27, how much more pain can a body stand? Yeah, I've made a lot of plans. And I'll see to him, no retreat to him, complete doing, put heat to him like seafood. But at the same time, I keep cooling and dream lucid, no peak to him. I teach students and keep doing what I dream of. Envisioning my feet up with a million on my visa. Chilling in visa, controlling all delete the times when I struggle. Never needed any features Preach to the niggas that don't need to Take heed to the kingdom See leaders, you can be them See anybody struggling for guidance, you can lead them Anybody trying to break the chains, I bet you'll free them Was raining when I came and now we in a different season I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be God's death so many times, shit, I gotta be I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy He let me breathe another day to fulfill my prophecy I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be God's death so many times, shit, I gotta be I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy He let me breathe another day to fulfill my prophecy And that was music by Malik Jordan. That is an independent artist. That is called Gotta Be. Before that, you heard Concrete. Check him out on all platforms. Um, he's got videos on YouTube. Very good uh, talent there, up and coming. Kind of reminds you of the old school vibe, but positive message. Um, I like that. So check him out, Malik Jordan. Um, that is my show for today, you guys. I, I, I really appreciate the people that are rocking out with me. I'm new to this. I plan on growing in this. Um, But my message to you is this weekend, do something nice for somebody. We're not all crazy. Not all comedians are crazy. But I do implore that you get out there and you support your local comedians and go see their shows. Other than that, you know, just be good people. Spread love. We got enough negativity going on in this world. And really, the negativity is not going to keep this world going. It's us being positive and us being loving and appreciating one another and learning from one another and growing with one another is the thing that's going to make this world better. So I implore y'all to do that. Do what you can to make the world better. If you have means to a way, reach out to somebody that doesn't have a way and make their day. That was a rhyme. I just rhymed. That was bars. That was bars. Your girl got bars. But anyway, no. Um, but no, seriously, it doesn't take nothing. You know, it, it it takes more strength to try to frown than it does to smile. So create some smiles out here. 
and smile yourself. This is your girl, Danny Redwine, signing off. You can check me out on all social platforms, IG, Facebook. And um, I'm going to be around. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my thing going. So if you follow me, um, Instagram, I'm on Danny, that's D-A-N-Y underscore Redwine, R-E-D-W-I-N-E. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. You can also find me on Snapchat, um, other platforms. I'm here. I'm here for y'all. I'm trying to bring some light and happiness, and that's what I want y'all to do too. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Love on your family. Love on your friends. None of us are promised. I can tell you that. That's one thing I do know, and I'm going to leave you with that. If you only have today, things right, choose today to do that because this may be your last day and you don't even know it. So be blessed and God bless you.